Hello, welcome to Dead, your survivor's guide to the modern world. As Hello, always, Sam. <laughs> I was not expecting that. <laughs> Hello, Arthur. Hello, it's my nonce voice. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. I blame our listeners. You asked okay. for us. We, they asked we, for this. We, we put a message out. We said, do you want to hear us talk about Prince Andrew being a nonce for 40 minutes? And here we are. This is what you get. <laughs> this is why democracy doesn't work. See, challenge the internet and it will provide... Ah, oh, the internet's dumb. All right, oh, guys. <laughs> Bodie McBoatface and Horsey McHorseface are legends. I'm still upset that Bodie McBoatface didn't happen. Um, yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> so <laughs> we're not talking about boats. We're not talking <laughs> about horses. We're talking about nonsense. Horses, asses. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? I'm... I'm I don't need to keep talking. Just take us away, Ulfa. Go and take <laughs> us away. <laughs> All right. Now, as some of our listeners may be aware of, there is a person in the British aristocracy known as Prince Andrew. And he's the lesser known brother of Prince Charles. Just like his brother, he did get divorced from Fergie. Fergie was liked as a spouse of the royals, I guess, to an extent. I mean, like, to be honest, take all of that with a pinch of salt. Like, we didn't even go into, like, press coverage of the royals, but, like, everyone says, oh, yeah, they were loved. Like, no, I, I personally don't give a crap about any of the royals, but I think if you're a royalist, you get a hard-on for any royal coverage. Yeah. Well, uh, point is, Fergie is still alive. Diana isn't, which you know. I mean, that was yeah. that, that, that was that was my point. So she was liked, at least a little bit more than than Diana. Anyway, <laughs> that's another conspiracy for another. I time. mean, Diana got killed because she was too liked. It was those. It was those. It was those mopeds, man. Yeah. All right. We're, and I mean, we 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 could discuss the ginger in the family, but you know, hey ho. We will uh, do conspiracies along. on this another day. This is yes. nonce time. You this wanted nonces. This is all nonce. Nonce this hour. Is all nonce. Yes. So, Prince Andrew, and there's just a big void that encapsulates his, I would say, career as a royal. I mean, sure, he did patron a few things, and he's been quote-unquote active in the family business but what we want to focus on is all the way back 20 some years ago back in 1999 he got acquainted with a girl called Jelaine Maxwell who was as he puts it still in uni at the time uh, Sam for our um, global listeners what it, what age is uni uh, so you're looking at 18 uh to 21 typically but you could be a, a mature student so if you're 92 and you want to retrain go for it yeah okay so 18 to generally 21 mm -hmm. generally speaking okay if you're doing like oh. your master's degree uh sorry if you're doing your ba but yeah probably if he's meeting someone at uni you're probably talking about 18 years old so that 
I mean, speaking to my age here. <laughs> How? Okay. All right. Um, so Ghislaine Maxwell is born in 1961. Okay. I'm just wondering how she's in uni at nineteen, you know, at the year 2000 when she would have been 40, 38 ish. I mean, um, she still could have gone to, so she could have been a mature student or she could have been a lecturer or. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. Anyway, so this entire fairy tale starts back in 1999 when um, Prince Andrew gets acquainted with Ghislaine Maxwell and they become friends. and. Through Ghislaine Maxwell, Prince Andrew meets Jeffrey Epstein. Bum, bum, bum. Because Ghislaine Maxwell is the partner of Epstein, like romantic partner. They're apparently in a in a relationship of sorts. Now, bear in mind, they're not close friends, Andrew and Jeffrey Epstein. Let's call them Epstein from here on out. They're not close friends. As per the prince's own words, they're not close friends. They're friends because of other people. They would have met once, twice, a maximum of three times a year. Okay. So if this is the premise of the friendship, that he is the boyfriend of a friend of yours, whom you casually meet up to a maximum of three times a year, why are you staying at his houses? Mm. Why? Why? Why are you welcomed into and why do you accept the offer to stay at their houses? Because, I mean, Sam, when I started, uh, when I first met our good friend, Bob and uh, Troll and uh, Paisilla, I started coming down and, and visiting once, twice, maybe three times a year. Mm -hmm. And as a poor student at the time, I was fairly skint, so I'd crash at your houses because there weren't any hotels in the immediate area and that was an extra expenditure. Yeah. Sandu is not skint. Last I checked, Mommy Dearest has... Bank. I mean... A, a Literally the thousand, Bank of England. <laughs> I mean, she's got a few thousand pounds saved up. So I'm pretty sure Andrew could afford a hotel when he went to New York. I mean, an Airbnb, maybe, possibly even. I mean, he could have probably bought something in the Lower East Side. He probably could have had his uh, his own New York residence. I mean, there are just so many. See, this is the thing: when you're a broke student, when you're you know when you're a struggling person just trying to get by, you'll jump on couch surfing. You'll go and you'll use all of these extra things, right, mm -hmm. to try and get by, to try and make the most, to stretch the money as much as you can. I, I, I doubt Andrew has ever had to stretch anything aside from rubber bands or the truth. But, you know, aside from those two things, nothing. So I, it's, it's not making a whole lot of sense. Okay. And when Prince Andrew was asked in a TV interview that he commissioned to have done to explain why he was, and because they are not close friends. Can we call them associates? Like so, he was associated. So one minute, just checking. When he was in New York, was this yep. was this post um, Epstein's conviction? Um, well, at the start, back in 1999, this is pre. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So right now, we are just we're talking very, very generally. But in this interview that happened, maybe I should set a timeline. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Set, set a quick timeline. Okay. So. 
in 2015, a woman named Virginia Roberts accuses P Prince Andrew of... Um, Nonsing. Of Nonsing, pretty much. There has been a lot of brouhaha around this. There is a photograph produced of Prince Andrew and Virginia Roberts together. Mm -hmm. Later, when the media starts taking into this, they find out that this is through uh, the mutual connection of, Hen of Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. And then there is a TV interview done, which is commissioned by the prince to show his innocence. Yeah. Okay. Now, in this interview, he explains, uh, Prince Andrew explains the timeline of his involvement with Jeffrey Epstein, okay. where he explicitly says at the very, very, very beginning that they are not close friends. And it's a bit of a stretch to call him a close friend. Okay. And yet he is still staying at his houses. I mean, I think like there is a thing with like royals and like people in the aristocracy of staying around people's houses. Like you, you do just end up going to their houses and it's like a common thing. But still, I do get what you mean. Like yeah. it, it does seem like the reason that he was going to New York wasn't to go visit New York. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, no, no, because because he. OK, here's and here's another explanation of this. When he was in the military, he was in the Navy. No. Yeah, Prince Andrew was in the Navy. Was it? Okay, yeah. Yeah, he was, because he said he's constantly out at the end. It's a very isolated environment, right? Okay. And then he comes home, and he's supposed to be, um, he's supposed to be the, the uh, not the legionnaire, like, what do you say, the, the, the middleman between, he's supposed, to, he's supposed to be in charge of something to do with investment and banking and something for the royal family yeah okay but apparently he has no education in that so he has to learn about wall street he has to learn about stock trading he has to learn about banking yeah yeah short answer wouldn't it just have been easier to hire a qualified person to do this job instead of giving it to a person that is now openly admitting they are vastly incompetent and underqualified to head this program up I, I, but I'm sorry that that has very little to do with child buggering, but we're getting into that. So. <laughs> child buggering, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so Andrew, and, and this, is, this is per his own explanation, the reason why he was so enticed by the Epstein uh, phenomenon mm -hmm. was that Epstein had connections that mm, yeah. the Prince of England isn't privy to. I'm sorry, if I'm running any kind of a company and I get a phone call from a person that says, yes, the Prince of England would like to speak to you, am I going to say no? Am I going to entertain this? Yes, yes, I think I most certainly am. I'm, I'm willing to give 15 minutes, half an hour of my day I'm going to give a little benefit of the doubt here. Like, I'm going to give like a small benefit of the doubt. Like, I think that there are doors that are open mm -hmm. that are easier to people who are not in the royal family. Because as well, we got to remember the royal family is almost entirely inept. Yeah. They have a formal education in mm -hmm. a sense, but yeah. they're mainly taught how to read legislation and what the constitution means right practical like day-to-day -day stuff like they they have why, people... why, is he, why is he put in charge of finances then 
Uh, well, yeah, exactly. I mean, like that, that this is the thing with like, I mean, this is going off the nonce story and like going back to bashing the royals, but basically they don't really do, they don't really do much. Like, they don't actually do anything um, because they don't have an educational background that supports that. Like they, yeah. this is why we need Bicky and Copper uh, and Bicky. Yeah. Copper yeah. and Bicky don't touch kids. Cuppa and Bicky can't because their hands are too big. Like they, they've got foam hands. They physically can't touch them. It's like, ah, <laughs> see, you're safe. You have stopped the noncing immediately. Yes. Or yes. you just turn Cuppa and Bicky into an animated gift. Yes. Done. Just okay. like post that out there. Yeah. So effectively, by these explanations, jumping right back on track to the, to the noncing. Sorry. <laughs> yep. Prince Andrew is exploiting Jeffrey Epstein for free accommodations and his connections to rich and famous people. Yeah, okay. Yeah, e effectively, yeah. 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 Now, for those of you who don't know, Prince Andrew has been known as the party prince. Party something prince. He, something that he says, he doesn't know why he's called that because he was only single in the 80s and then he got married. I mean, absolutely doesn't mention that he got divorced six years later, but hey-ho. Yeah. Um, when asked on the subject, did you trust Epstein? He says, probably. And yet Epstein was not a close friend. Um, Prince Andrew was the patron of the NSPCC. Can, can, we, can, we just, can you look that up for me just a second to, to explain what the NSPCC... That is like the... It's the, it's the stop the human trafficking of children. It's supposed to stop uh, children being molested and... Yeah, what is... I can't remember it, it, what it stands for. Uh, no, National Society that. for the Prevention of Cruelty to Children. Yes, yeah. it's like yeah. the big one in the UK of like, it, it's non-stoppers. Non-stoppers yes. united. Yeah. Um, and Prince Andrew is the patron of that foundation or that, that, uh, that charity or, or that organization. Mm -hmm. You know, so here's the thing. He is the patron of that. So in effect, he should have known what to look for. Like he would have, he would have been through seminars where they talk about what to look for in the sense when children are being cruelly mishandled or being, for example, He trafficked. may not have. He may not have. He would have probably just been like the same as being a figurehead, just turns up somewhere. Um, yep. And it's like, yep. oh, give lots of money to this. And like okay. he's meant to know about all that, but once again, like, I mean, we're 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 basically like, I think we're just like dipping our toes into the water. I think we just need to hammer hard and just be like nonsense. Yep, the nonsense. Okay, so, and and this, but this is all painting a picture. I'm. Okay. This is just. I am just painting a picture. I know I'm just putting colors on a canvas right now, but okay. this is all, all going right. to make sense. Right. I promise you. So I think I've established where I have told you in the prince's own words that they're not close friends. Yeah. That it was, it was for the connections and it was a convenience to use his, his abodes and, and go to the parties. And that he probably trusted Jeffrey Epstein. Now, how does any of this make sense? This is nonsense. Mm -hmm. This is absolute nonsense. There's like, there's, there's, None of this makes any kind of makes any kind of sense, because 
here you have the here you have the prince, as you have said, you will you prince of England. Fair enough. Like he's now the eighth in line or whatever. But surely he has a security detail. Surely he has people working for him. Yes. Yeah. So he so as um, if he was going places. So you're saying that he was going to see Epstein on official princey business. No, I'm saying that he's going to New York on no, no, official princey business. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's the, that. That's what I was asking. So yeah, he's going yeah. to New York on official princey business, which means that not only does he have a security detail, he would mm -hmm. also have a palace. Uh, so he would have had an officer through the palace that would have been organizing his trips. Pretty he much, would yeah. have had someone um, planning his day to day. He would have yes. had everything up to a bomb wiper. Yes. So yes. There, the Precisely. palace would have been in, involved in every aspect of what he was doing. Yes, exactly. And then I'm going to jump ahead here for a little bit, but then moving up to 2000, May of 2006, when Epstein is arrested and jailed for soliciting children for prostitution. He was for basically nonsing. jailed for pimping, for nonsing. He, yeah. Children. Advanced nonsing. This isn't Advanced, your garden, yeah. uh, garden variety, uh, free range nonce. This no. is your battery farm pumped full of chemicals like advanced nonce like this is yeah. nonce phd level nonsing pretty much yes okay so we're there and you're telling me that the prince's security detail the prince's management the prince's attache and all of his assistants were unaware that epstein was arrested that epstein was jailed yeah because this wasn't a small case this wasn't no, like no, it wasn't. It wasn't no, done it in wasn't. like county court. It wasn't like uh, out in the out in the stick somewhere of like, oh, you're a nonce. Oh, go go to jail. This was fucking big. Yeah, yeah, it was. So, I, I'm 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 sorry, Sam, but this again, nonsense, nonsense. This is what it is. It just it's it's absolutely it's absolutely mind blowing that this this person who is a member of the royal family thinks he can get away with this shit like i i i can i can get on board with that you can't the picture that virginia roberts produces it's a picture of a picture the original hasn't been handed over it's, it's there's all kind of things and i get it it's hard to validate it i'm still on side with virginia roberts i am absolutely 100 sure with with without any any kind of facts i'm with her on this something happened between her and the prince there's just no no way with all of this now there have been all kinds of explanations trying to and he says he doesn't remember well that 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 just isn't good enough no um, um I've, I've also been so with the virginia roberts thing if, if mm -hmm. i could like sidelines so it's like a second on that i yeah. i've been listening to there's another podcast out there called broken um okay. which is it's got two it's in its second season now and like the second season's more about virginia roberts um okay. basically they they went along with her to go try and talk to the so there were different people like that on epstein's ranch he had a chef who is now mm -hmm. a so like I don't know, maybe I don't know. Where do celebrity chefs sit on like the echelons of um, celebrity? Are they like C level, D level? 
F. F. Okay, so yeah. he's an he's an F level celebrity. When he talks about what he when he was trained, he basically says that he was on this ranch where he would and uh, where he would cook for site world leaders and so forth does not mention that it's Epstein's ranch at all anywhere right. and like that was where he got his break and so he was basically there and Virginia Roberts says about how she would talk to this guy because he was the only one who was nice to her he was like he was just he was just the dude who made food yep. wasn't a nonce just worked there but he turned a fucking blind eye like he knew like even if like he could claim oh i didn't see anything or like it was all done outside why was there like this um i think at the time she was 16 or something why was there a 16 year old girl just hanging around at this ranch that yeah. he was like being surrogate big brother to why why were there all like these other weird things going on and none of this was he questioning and he's someone that she's been trying to get in touch with to try and um uh testify there's just so much fucked up shit about this mm -hmm. like even outside of the prince's stuff like they're even just within like the american sphere of what's going on there there's so many people who just don't want to talk yep yep and, and i mean the whole like the whole setup as it has been explained or as it has been portrayed there was a, and even, even Prince Andrew says this, that his New York home was kind of like a train station. There were people coming and going, constantly coming and going. Mm. And that did not raise a flag. He literally says, my people, my staff can't find evidence of what, what, what was going on. I mean, like, <laughs> like if, okay, here's, here's, here's the thing. I am, I've got some degree in personal security i've got yeah. i've got a degree of experience 12 years give or take in mm -hmm. inside mm -hmm. this sphere of profession if i was running private point security for a person i would want to know everything humanly possible i could about all the associates that he is about about to be interacting with yeah like how, yeah, how does that how, how does that not make sense now seeing that this is british royalty I'm going to say the stakes on the welfare and uh, the image of that person is quite high. Yeah, I mean, so you've got, yeah, once again, like you've got your security details. So you've got, I know that for each of the royal family, they've got a police officer, not just like some rando security guy. Like this isn't mm -hmm. a G4S dude uh, just rocking up to work. Um, yeah. This is a trained police officer, um, yeah. part of like the... So like metropolitan police or whoever and they literally go with them everywhere they go mm -hmm. they are their security detail um even when they're in like uh residence in windsor or whatever just like rocking about their house their security detail is there when they go yep. on a trip their security detail is there. It's the same person or it's like similar people like maybe they rotate sometimes but this person will know and in addition to that you've got whoever was planning the trip because you can't trust the freaking royal to keep their passport and their no. freaking tickets and whatever. Like, they don't know so what they're doing. It's so difficult, Sam. It's, it's so yeah, difficult like, keeping hold of all of these things. Well, dude, obviously it's difficult. Like, have you not heard all the millennials complaining about adulting? I know. It's, exactly. It's, it's, it's horrible. Having to fill a washing machine. 
put in put in a tablet, let it go. Oh, so hard being an adult. Don't even at me like that is. So so co- coming back to Epstein's arrested, and he's jailed in two thousand eight. Yeah, he's jailed for pimping children out for. Uh, not jailed. He's put into prison because jail and prison oh, are different. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Jails yeah, before the trial, prison is after. Yeah. Right. Yeah. At which point, Prince Andrew has no contact. Bear in mind, he had no idea. He literally said earlier in this interview that he had no idea. But now that he is in jail, he doesn't have any contact. Uh, doesn't say. Doesn't uh, as... in, but doesn't say if he has any contact with uh, Maxwell. No. As well, I do just want to say about like Epstein's prison time, which was absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. He was in prison, I think. He slept there. Yeah, he was in prison for six. I think he had at least one day of being able to get out of prison and he was able to continue his work. So he was able to go to his office every day. So he slept in prison. But he went to his office and conducted business every day. So and was he allowed to go to his house. Yeah. So he wasn't in like he was in rich people prison. He basically was like, "Oh, you just turn up and you check in." But like, mm-hmm. you can like, are you telling me he didn't nonce whilst he was in prison? Nope. I'm telling you, he absolutely did. I Absolute do like as well how we've turned nonce into like a noun, a verb, like it's, it's like smurf. You're just, yep. you're noncing about, oh, noncy day for you, noncy nonce. Yep, exactly. And then we, then we come back to the photograph of Epstein and Prince Andrew mm-hmm. or the nonce Andrew. That, that was taken <laughs> in 2000. Title. I know. Yeah. Prince Nons Andrew. So in 2010, after Epstein gets out of, which I think is the same year that Epstein gets out of, uh, gets out of prison, mm-hmm. Prince Andrew reaches out and renews contact to, quote-unquote, to literally, quote-unquote, end the relationship with his not-close friend <laughs> because I mean, he, is the, he is the plus one of his friend. Uh, I, I've got to tell you, I've got some advice for Prince Andrew next time he wants to... Um, stop talking to someone who's not a very close friend. Yeah. Yep, um, so there's several things that we can do here. Yep. There's a little known technique known as the ghost. Okay. Uh, yep. You can just ghost them. You just yep. disappear. Disappear. Yep. There's also he, Sam. Sam. Yep. He technically did do that for two years. Oh, so he was he... able to. Yeah, from 2008 to 2010, well, while he was in prison, there was no contact. Ah, uh, yeah, there was a short-term ghost thing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. the other one, which if you feel bad about the ghost thing and you want to go back, you could do the um, the shy dismissal, which is just a text message. Just yeah. send send a text or WhatsApp, yeah. like just be like, "Hey, bro, like really cool hanging with you, but you know what? Like nonsense ain't my jam. So mm-hmm. like, uh, don't do you." because you was bad i'm gonna do me uh see ya yeah no but 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 according to the nonce prince andrew <laughs> that was the chicken's way oh my god that was yeah. the chicken's way of dealing with it and okay to quote, there's another to quote way him, to quote him again he had to show leadership that there's an okay so there's a way that he could have done this he could have okay. shown leadership and he could have broken up the friendship I'm going to no, say no, that 
I'm going to say this is the Jake Paul route. Okay. UFC fight. Oh, that would have been been delightful. So Prince Andrew just comes out and he's like, you you done me wrong. You done me wrong. You were my friend, bro. You were my friend. And then you're out there doing all this. I'm going to beat you. He's the plus one. He's the plus one. Mm. I mean, honestly, this is like, ah, okay. This is like, um, this is like your good friend. Let's make up a person now. And I'm really struggling for names because, okay, it's it's your it's your it's your friend Timothy. <laughs> your friend Timothy. Timothy. Hello, Timothy. Hello, Timothy. Your friend Timothy. I'm just I'm just figuring out why that was funny, and yeah, I really shot myself in the foot there. Anyway, um, <laughs> your friend Timothy gets a girlfriend. Stretch, but okay, I can say. Yeah. No. Yeah. Can't can't really, but I mean, again, this is fictional, <laughs> so, so we're making this up as we go along. But your friend Timothy gets a girlfriend. Okay. And whenever you invite Timothy to a, to an event or to a function, yeah, he brings along his girlfriend. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. And then we find it, out that the girlfriend's a massive Nazi. Something like that. Yeah. But I mean, but I mean, for some strange reason. You've gone and stayed at the Nazi house. I mean, right? if you had a chance to like set like a proper Nazi, not like one of these sort of like garden varieties, like I wave Confederate flags and like mm-hmm. I, I or like I've only got three teeth between me and my five friends, yeah. uh, or it's like the weird biker Nazis. If it's mm-hmm. like old school, like I live in a mansion with like all like the banners and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I think I do it just out of curiosity. Just be no, like, I, oh, look at I, all your Nazi gold. Yeah, no, and I get that, Sam, because you and I are of the middle class tier of society, maybe? Middle class? I mean, I think, yeah, yeah, de- I, yeah. definitely, yeah. Yeah, okay. No, I mean, you own a house, so you've, you've got to be middle class. Now. People just don't, you keep bringing, everyone brings that up. It's okay. <laughs> it's all right, man. <laughs> no, we, we're jealous, Sam. That's the thing. That's just hands down. We're just jealous. Yeah, um, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, we still love you. You, you know, just because you're, yeah. just because you're better than us, we still love you. Like I, I have, <laughs> I have kept in touch with all my peasant friends. Yes, yes, you have. You even housed me when I was homeless. I, you know, <laughs> I'm a philanthropist. Okay, <laughs> you are. You should add that to your. You should add that. To your next, uh, to your next resume when you're looking for a job. How's the homeless person? How's the homeless person for several months? Oh my god! Okay. Okay. Coming back to this. Coming back to this. So, see, I get that you would like to stay in the Nazi house, but for someone like Prince Andrew, who has a fuck ton of money and has seen shit that we can only dream of, how how is this acceptable? It's not. It's not. Yeah, it's I mean, like, like your like, your thing of saying like because it's the plus one, it is kind of yeah. like I don't know. I suppose like going back to your uni example, if like I had a friend who had a girl girlfriend or partner or whatever that lived in say Manchester, and I wanted mm-hmm. to go visit Manchester and be like, oh hey, can like I like bunk at your uni dorms or whatever, and like I just sleep on their sofa so that I'm not paying for. Like I wouldn't have been paying for like a hotel, or whatever. I mm-hmm. could see that as happening, but that wouldn't then be. I don't know. I don't know. It's also. I mean, it's circumstantial yeah. due to financial restrictions. 
something Prince Andrew has never had to consider. Yeah. But I mean, I think like we can we can uh, get over like saying that this was a plus one. This was clear. They were clearly friends. Like whatever he no. says in the interview, they were clearly they were clearly friends because later in the interview he admits to he had to end the end the friendship, end the relationship. And when he is when he is when he is asked about specifically, do you regret your friendship? with epstein yeah and i do think like at this point we just need to remind people this was an interview he commissioned yes precisely he so commissioned this interview so yeah that that's the other thing with this that i i that's way more fucked up than anything else is the fact that there's all this scrutiny over prince andrew on what's been going on here and mm -hmm. if it if this was like a normal day he would have gone to trial or he would have met a lawyer something would have happened and i mean like i know that like in the court of public opinion once you get like the sexual crimes any mm -hmm. any sort of sexual violence crimes it it does mar you immediately so yeah even if like so just by having the word pedophile associated with you you suddenly you are instantly in the court of public opinion a pedophile yeah, because of course. There, there's a there's like this suspicion that you are which mm -hmm. then even if you get your name cleared it's quite yep. difficult to rub the stink of that off you like for Absolutely. instance um and god Colin? damn it i'm forgetting his name no the uh woody woody, woody allen woody allen yeah yeah so woody oh he's allen. another model yeah so clearly so like Woody Woody Allen like accused um it was his daughter as well who brought the accusations up um and in the court public opinion nonce in the criminal court he was cleared okay so that that's where you get like this like gray area like the the evidence I agree points towards him being a nonce but then the criminal court found him innocent so it's yeah. like at that point, like, are we believing the experts that sat on the trial or are we believing the information that we've got to hand? So mm -hmm. it does it does I can understand why he why Prince Andrew, if he was innocent, um, uh, if he if he is innocent, would be reluctant to go on trial because you instantly get marred. But by doing by keeping everything behind closed doors by not having any scrutiny, by not um, mm -hmm. offering any assistance, like, well, offered yep. the assistance, but then not actually delivering on it. Mm -hmm. it he's instantly, like, there's no way that I, I, I would not change my opinion now. No. I can't, I don't think I can, because there's so much has happened to um, cover up. Precisely. What, but yeah, do, but this interview was a weird thing. Like, I don't think we're acknowledging how weird it is to do an interview that you pay for yourself and then it to be such a car crash. Like, funny, if I was funny, if I was if paying for an interview to clear yeah. my name and I literally, I'm writing the checkout to say, say, yep, I will pay you this many pounds so that you can make me look good in an interview, mm -hmm. I'd make sure that interview was smooth as fuck. I yeah. would do several takes. I would be like, right, this is heavily scripted, but we're going to make it look as professional and as like free flowing as possible. Like the exactly. Oprah, that Oprah interview with Harry and Meghan. 
where the millionaires complain about how everyday life is difficult. Get billionaires, off. dude. Billionaire, yeah, sorry, yeah. billionaires. But yeah. like, but like that one, it was clearly scripted. It was clearly rehearsed. Like Megan, yeah. like Megan's doing a much better job than Harry because Megan's an actual actress, and Harry's just like, oh shit, cameras. Oh, I'm not used to this. Mm-hmm. But like, if I was Prince Andrew, I would have like done like enough practices to be good at this and all the roles get media training as well anyway so like how how could you do such a bad job and like some of the lies that he told in that like none of that none of what you said make no what he said made sense no it's it's nonsense it's absolute nonsense and getting get actually thinking that people are going to buy this because as i mentioned he was he had to show leadership when he went and ended his friendship with Jeffrey Epstein, even though he was counseled against it and he was counseled for it by some people um, because it was quote unquote honorable and right because his judgment is colored by him being too honorable. Okay. These are literally his words. These are literally his words. Now, if we skip to the end of the interview, but not the end of this, uh, this podcast, when he is asked if he will go and give a police statement, mm-hmm. his reply is, I am bound by what my legal team advises. Where is his honor now? Mr. I'm too honorable is now suddenly bound by lawyers and his legal team and their counsel. I mean that that wording as well is fucking weird. Like the you way think? that he speaks is weird. You he think? doesn't doesn't speak like a human being. He doesn't. He doesn't. Not in the least. So there's brought up accusations of him uh, with Virginia Roberts. That's like that's like the elephant in the room. And dear listener, if you have fifty minutes, forty nine and some seconds, but let's say fifty <laughs> minutes because you have to open an app and search for it. You can find this interview in length, the 49 and some seconds of it on YouTube. You can find it, you can look at it yourself and you can just see the car crash that this interview was and the absolute abhorrent, like if you just look at his behavior, like he has guilt written all over him. When did the interview take place? Oh, was that 16 or 18? It was right before I left. So maybe 19, 2019? This is the worry that I got about this, of like, that interview took place. So this all hit the fan in 2016. I mean, nothing else big happened in 2016. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, uh, that's not entirely true. You did start the Brexit thing in 2016. Yeah, yeah, that that was what I was joking. Like, so in the UK, (laughs) Brexit happened, which is still a clusterfuck five years on. Donald Trump had a presidency. And so he was super lucky for this to just be like washed under the carpet in terms of like all the other, if it was a normal year Mm -hmm. and we weren't being asinine in the UK, then this would have been national news. This would have been huge. Right. And then thank God for like, like for him, thank God for Meghan Markle and William leaving the royal family because Harry, that, Harry sorry. Yeah. Oh, I don't oh, care. Yeah. They like whoever, Megan and partner, 
Um, Leicester, Megan plus one. Megan plus one. Left the royal family and or was like left left the UK. Like there's still like he still has his world title. I think I don't know. Like it's no, always like I think he gave that up. That that all um, dilutes the water in terms of like the way people talk about this and like especially like some of the papers the way they report it and it's like when they were talk, um, talking about Meghan and Harry they were saying this is the worst thing to happen to the royal family in the last uh, in the last hundred years or whatever and it's yeah. like really like just minutes ago Andrew did a car crash interview about being a massive fucking nonce um like this is Diana died in 97 it's like all this stuff that happened and you're like two people just decided that they would leave that this kid decided that he wanted to move out of his grandparents' house. Yep. <laughs> yep. I know. I know. I, I don't mind them going over to America, but I just want everyone to shut up about it. Like, I honestly don't care. Didn't they go to Canada? Where did they no, go? No, no, no. They're in America. Oh, they're in America. America proper. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think they're in... Like, I, I don't know. I'm so removed from this. I think it's like Los Angeles or something. Ooh. And he's going to become like a Netflix producer. Oh, God. Isn't it's that probably... like, isn't that like a step to the side of being uh, an Instagram influencer? Uh, anyway, so we have passed 40 minutes now. Of calling Prince, the nonce Prince Andrew a nonce. Yeah. I mean, like, like I say, poor public opinion, I think that he's damned. Like, he's definitely, he's got that title. Oh, and I, and, I, and I didn't even mention, like, one of the juicy bits of the interview. <sighs> mention the juicy bit. Quickly, throw in a yeah. juicy tidbit. A juicy tidbit. One of the things that I, I, remember, I, I found extremely odd is uh, there is a guest who has, come from, who has come forward publicly, a guest of the Epstein House. And he claims that he saw Prince Andrew getting a foot massage. Okay, yeah. Yep. And then Prince Andrew claimed that he doesn't have feet. Problem solved. No feet. Can't get Almost. a foot massage. Almost. But his adamant jump on denial that he ever got a foot massage in that house okay. is very, very odd. I'm just saying, look out for that when, when that That's happens. Weird. In the interview. Yeah, it is. It but is there's also weird. the sweating bit. Like, that's the bit that everyone talks uh, about when it's like, yeah. because Virginia Roberts says that she remembers how sweaty he was on top of her, which is so fucking cringy. Um, and rather than like talking about how um, he was never in that location or like talking about anything else, his yep. claim for how, why it couldn't have been him was that at the time he wasn't able to sweat. Yes, because so, he had a medical condition following, let's call it PTSD. Following, yeah, following the Falklands War. When he, when he was shot at. Yeah. I, I, I remember this now, and I, and I kind of did want to look a little bit into that, but it, it was off topic. So. Yeah, like, um, I, I mean, I'm not going to, we're not going to like, dismiss PTSD, and we can't say how, because PTSD does affect people differently. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I just think, like, all I got from that line that he said was that, yeah, he was there. He just didn't sweat. Yeah. And <laughs> that's all I heard. I was like, oh, you just don't like being referred to as sweaty and disgusting. Like, oh, I'm disgusting. 
Not sweaty though. Exactly. But the thing is, here's the thing. He Adam he like he does this repeatedly where he denies the allocation and says, Oh, on that date, he denies it on that date, like the 10th of March. 10th of March was a big day because 10th of March, the nonce Prince Andrew went to Pizza Express in Woking. Oh my fucking god. If a I swear to God, if I ever see a royal in a Pizza Express, I'd die. (laughs) Fuck me. I didn't even know that the royal family knew what a Pizza Express was. I'm pretty sure like the Queen was there and just like, so Pizza Express, is that a train line? Do we have like no conductors? What what is a Pizza Express? I don't know what accent that is. That's not the Queen's accent. Um, I hope not, because that's going to be atrocious. (laughs) Yeah, that's how the Queen's speech goes. My royal subjects! Oh. <laughs> and my Nazi son! <laughs> <laughs> but, like, yeah, the uh, pizza... And wasn't it Woking? Yeah, it was Woking. Like, the yeah. Woking Pizza Express. Are you... <laughs> and it was for, like, his daughter's birthday or something, right? See, that's the thing. I've listened to that part a few times, and I couldn't make out if he meant that it was or his daughter's birthday, or if she was going to a party at Pizza Express. Right. Okay, so he refutes any of this happening on the 10th of March. It may have been the 8th, it may have been the 11th, it may have been the 12th, but 10th of March, it was absolutely not. So please, uh, I... dear listener, go and spend an hour on your, of your life looking at that video, 49 minutes and some seconds, so let's say 50 minutes, and just look at his body language. Oh, so sorry, just to, I think that I, I just want to quickly explain what Pizza Express is for our non-UK listeners, because they won't, might not know. It's basically, it's like a chain pizza restaurant that does like... like uh, yeah, it's, it's like... Yeah, but my, what I mean is, it's a place you go to, you have a sit-down meal. Domino's doesn't do that. No, no, uh, yeah, but... but, but yeah, so P- doesn't do that. P- imagine, so it's a pizza hut, but you've got marble tables and it's sort of like it's kind of for it's for people who want to go to Pizza Hut, but like okay. they, they yeah. wanna they wanna look fancy. So they go to P, they go to Pizza Express, but it's like it's not like on the level of an independent, nice p- um pizzeria. It's just yeah. like chain pizza. Like they sell their pizzas in um like supermarkets and stuff. Okay. And also, I mean, pizza is ridiculously expensive and nobody can really afford that shit, except maybe the royals. Okay. All right. I think we ha- we have gone over the 40 minutes. You- you've had more than enough, you yeah. vultures, all of you, uh, like, yeah. asking us to Condemning do this. Prince Andrew. Condemning <laughs> the nonce Prince Andrew, yes. How horrible of us. How dare you. Okay. All right. If you want any, if you want us to talk about anything else in the future, do email in. Clearly, we'll do it. <laughs> yeah, and look after yourselves out there. If you want to get in contact um, to recommend other things that we can talk about, the email address is podcastnotdead at gmail dot com. Uh, we've also got notdeadpodcast.co.uk um, on the website, uh, and we've got Instagram. We've got Twitter. Um, follow us, like us, tell your friends, bring your friends, um, and whatever else you want to do. But yeah. yeah. 
Well, see you next week. Or we won't because it's a podcast. We don't actually see you. Bye. Bye.